Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sedita. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. This is episode 68. My name is Mike Sedita, and we are joined today by Rodney Schmidt with Bowden's Carpet Cleaning. He's the owner, operator, head chief, president, uh, jack of all trades. He does it all over there. Rodney, how are you doing today? Great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Thank you so much for being on. A little bit about the Good Neighbor Podcast. We started back in 2020 during COVID as a way for businesses to get their information into the community, let people know what they had going on, let them know a little bit about um, the ins and the outs of their business, and also for business owners to hear other entrepreneurs talk about some of their successes and some of the triumphs that they've overcome to be a successful entrepreneur is also one of the objectives of what of what we do. And over the last three years, the Good Neighbor podcast is now a national podcast. And we like to say that we're a national podcast for a local audience. And I'm the local person here in Tampa that does it. So I wanted to just um, you know ask you first big question. Tell us a little bit about Bowden's Carpet Cleaning. Got it. Well, Bowden's Carpet Cleaning started in 2002. I had sold my business in Tallahassee. I'd run a hockey business for eight years and sold it to the YMCA up there. They wanted our business and our um, our building to build a new YMCA. So we sold it after eight years and gave them the business. And at the time, I was expecting a, uh, a newborn and had a nine-month-old. And my wife's law firm was also closing down. So she transferred to Tampa with her law firm. And I came down after the recession of 9-11 and... My next door neighbor was Marlon Bowden, who started Bowden's Carpet Cleaning in Tallahassee, who was first cousins to Bobby Bowden. Everyone always asked that. Yes, it's related, but it's not Bobby. Bobby okay. Had more things to do than start a carpet cleaning company. Yeah, he, he had his hands full at Florida State for sure. Yeah. So uh, after trying to get a job for six months, not wanting to start my own business and realizing in a recession, growing a uh, business with an MBA from nothing to $3 million, I didn't want to work for $30,000 with two kids on the way. One kid yeah. Away. So, like, if I'm going to make thirty or forty thousand dollars, I'm going to do it working for myself. And so, I started the carpet cleaning business again, and or started a business again, and trained for three months, and then started in Tampa um, carpet cleaning in September of two thousand two. And then, so, so uh, the first question, obviously, you sort of answered this. Your wife got on with a new firm in Tampa, and you, and it was like, hey, we're just going to pick up and go to Tampa, and you've been here ever since. Correct. And, um, you know, what is the, what is that move like? I mean, is it just, is it a drastic difference from, you said Jacksonville or Tallahassee, right? So correct. what Tallahassee to Tampa has got to be like, uh, going from, I don't want to say country to the city because it's really not that <laughs> Pretty much. It's kind of like that, off. right? Right. I mean, that was the first thing. I mean, they don't teach in business school. Um, you know, what works in one city where Bobby Bowden was king in Tallahassee, down here that name meant nothing, but right. technically it was a franchise for the first three years. And so, um, you know, after three years, my buddy who taught me the business let me keep the name. And I'm like, look, I can't keep paying you 9% franchise fee and try to grow this business. Right. So we agreed as a gentleman's agreement to just keep the name and he could say he had a satellite office and so, yeah, but what works in a small town doesn't necessarily work in the big city. So that was one of the first business school lessons or street lessons that you learned that what works one place doesn't necessarily work another. 
And yeah, I mean, I, I would think a Bowden's carpet cleaning in Gainesville might not work as well as a Bowden's <laughs> exactly. carpet cleaning in Tallahassee. So essentially, there were two franchises, and now it's just two separate entities, just quote unquote satellite offices. And you just Correct. kept the name because you had built the branding up to that, and you wanted to hang Correct. on to it. Correct. So, so you you've kind of talked a little bit about this. So you know. Your background, like you, you end up falling into this just because of circumstance with nine eleven and the things that have gone on. Um, right. Has the ten, like how, three years as a franchise? I mean, it, you have a pretty successful small business here. You've been doing this for twenty years. For you, is there an area of town that you like? We're we're talking. We're based out of Pasco County. That's why it's the yep. Good Neighbor Podcast, Pasco. Is yep. Pasco your big area? Is Hillsboro? Where do you usually like farm business? Uh, Southern Pasco is um, is probably our biggest area. Wesley Chapel to Trinity, I would say, and then down Palm Harbor, um, you know, down towards that area. Then over, you know, Hillsboro County, obviously, and then the line kind of draws at Brandon Riverview. We don't go a whole lot down to Waimama or Ruskin, and then we hit a little bit of Pinellas too, northern Pinellas County. So kind of that's. I tell you, it's about oh, so you, 30 minutes around Tampa is where we go. So you you do actually go into Pinellas if the job's out there. Correct. I don't turn down work. <laughs> right, listen, so. that's that's a pretty good philosophy to have for a exactly. successful business. Why you've been in business 20 years. Um, and then right now, you know, how big from a logistics standpoint, do you, are you running two trucks, 10 trucks? What is your day-to-day for the business? How many, crew, how many crews do you run? I and, run... And Five vehicles in my fleet, usually three to four teams a day. Um, I don't really wanted, I never really wanted to grow that big. Our office in Tallahassee has 14 trucks. Um, so I wanted to have a good work life balance um, very early on with two incomes in my family. You know, three to four teams a day with me running one of them works. Now, coming out of COVID, we're down to two teams a day with me working the third team. Okay. So we're down a team, but I still have those other vehicles hoping that this economy turns around and, and things starts to get pick back up. But, you know, and I'm then, not holding are, my breath. Are you running into, I mean, I talk to entrepreneurs all day long. I mean, that's what I do mm-hmm. for a living. It's, it's what my business is. Mm-hmm. Do, are you finding that part of that is not so much that there's not jobs to be had, but it, it's getting people to actually get on the trucks and work? Are you running into that staffing issue? Oh, hugely. I think our industry also changed coming out of COVID and um, getting people to stay. I mean, literally, I had a guy quit during COVID, my manager of 16 years, and go work for UPS because he got a job during COVID to work nights there to make ends meet when we were deathly slow. And they offered him a truck job and you can't compete with a union as a small business with full benefits for you and your family, zero deductibles. I'm like, oh, Go take yeah, it. I don't no blame way. you. I mean, you just, right. I can't compete as a small business, even though you're making, I mean, he was happy to make $24 an hour with me. His replacement required $30 an hour. I mean, a 25% and he didn't have 16 years with me. Right. You know I mean? But that's unfortunate what the market's generating. Everybody all of a sudden thinks $15 an hour is minimum wage, even though it's not. 
So then you have the staff that stuck around that said, oh, well, you gave that guy a $6 an hour raise. Where's my $6 an hour raise? Well, that's the hardest part, right? Like in yeah. a small business, it's not like you're in a corporation where someone in building A of XYZ Corporation gets a big raise. Correct. Nobody in building D knows what that person Correct. got that big raise. And you're, everybody talks. Everybody's having a conversation. They, it says in their contract, you don't. They yeah. Do. Wow. So. So, um, and then the other flip side of that is I, I would think it's fairly, it's a fairly competitive market. I mean, there, you have competitors in the market, you have, uh, other people that are doing what you do. So is there, are you finding there's a cap at what you can charge? I mean, are you kind of locked into, are you priced like reasonably, or are you priced in the middle of the road? Is there people that are, you know, there's always people in a business that go in and they're the low ball people, right? right. Like that are going to go in and give you the. Twenty nine ninety nine shake weight Correct. and whatever they do, and then the service isn't good. So, how does that affect the flip side of your business? Is there a lot I've of that? I've never been that bait and switch guy, which is what I call them. Um, you know, if you can't, I always tell people, if you can't do it for fifty bucks, go rent a machine, buy the chemical, and then pay someone to do it. How do you expect somebody that's in it to make money to do it? Right. So I always say I'm right down the middle. I'm not, you know, the national franchise expensive, but I'm not. You know, hey, let me do it on the side kind of business. Either I'm right down the middle. I'm not always going to be the cheapest, but I run hundred thousand dollar machines. They're the top right. line machines because I believe in not cheaping on the machine or the chemical and being able. I always joke with my guys. I can put a monkey in that machine if he could drive and listen to me, and he would do a good job because I give you a hundred thousand dollar machine and not a sixty thousand dollar machine, and I buy good chemicals and don't use something cheap. And then let me ask you another question. And again, this is just because I'm an idiot when it comes to your specific sure. business. Is is it just carpets or if someone needs their – I mean, there's a lot of tile floors in Correct. in the Tampa market. Do you do all sorts of floor cleaning? or And is there other like peripheral stuff that you can do for a client that's like, a, like I would call like a cross-sale of what your normal sure. standard stuff is? Well, coming out of COVID, we had to get creative because we weren't gonna just wallow in, in that forever. So we do, we've always done carpet, tile, and upholstery. Um, coming out of COVID, I decided to dive into hardwood floor cleaning, um, not resurfacing, but cleaning it. And okay. then um, again, coming out of COVID, I think a lot of people did a lot of home improvements. So we got into area rug specialty cleaning. Um, and that's really been the growth area for us is dropping off we clean it and you pick it back up and that's not necessarily the valet service although we do offer that where we'll pick it up for you clean it and bring it back but there's a price for that so the people liking it cleaning it off site people that have the nice 500 to two thousand dollar rugs they want to keep it in good touch it's not the rugs they buy on the street corner from the guys in the back of the van that have them hanging up on a metal rack right so you know that's really been our growth industry right now is I think a lot of people did a lot of home improvements during COVID and they pulled out carpeting in their main traffic areas. Me guilty. I did it. Yeah. A <laughs> lot of people carpet. It was time to replace it. And I'm like, we want hardwood floors. And so we put hardwood floors in all the common areas and the bedrooms are the only place to have carpeting. Well, that so, changes the industry when everybody does that because you don't come out as often because you don't see the bedrooms as often. So usually it was, Oh, I need to get the family room done. So while you're here, we'll do the bedrooms too. Well, now the bedrooms don't get dirty, so we don't come out as often. And so you got to kind of grow with the industry. So let me ask you this then, from your, your ideal customer per se, then, uh, do you find yourself, whereas in the past you might have been doing more, you know, I mean, home values are crazy, so it's hard to gauge mm -hmm. this number, but 
you might do back in before COVID do houses from 300,000 and up to now as the market has shifted more of your ideal client is that more affluent homo. I'm not saying you, we already established you're not going to turn down business. I get that, but you know, um, are you seeing a lot more of those people with those 500 to $2,000 area rugs are in these different, a different level of home? Um, yes and no. I find that a lot of people don't know what they have. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I literally had a guy, I'll tell the story till I die, but this literally a guy, he had a, a new wife, let's just call it. He was a doctor and the new wife bought two little dogs that peed on the rug. And so the house manager, if this is telling you how, how they were called gotcha. me and said, we need these rugs cleaned. I said, okay, no problem. We came and picked them up and they're 14 by 20 rugs, huge rugs, took four people to carry these things. Right. We get there and we unroll it and we look to clean it and they want a price and the price tag is still on that rug. It said $45,000. Wow. For an area rug. Okay. And there were two of them. Okay. And new wife, little puppies, peed all over both of them. So that kind of rug stains very easily, even though they were only a month old. Right. Um, So one of the rugs was ruined. And the other rug, we got probably 90% of the stains out. They said, throw away the one rug. Keep in mind, the price tags are still on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm in shock. I, my stock, it takes a lot for it to shut me up. So that I'm in, Okay, so we, yeah. we toss a $45,000 so, rug. I kept that rug for another month before I actually cut it up and threw it away. So, because I said, can you send me that in writing? Yeah, so, right. I, I need do something from those $250 rugs from Ikea that people want to clean and say, you know, I said, you know, that rug will cost you more to have me clean it than well to replace it at Ikea. Right. So it's everywhere in between with that kind of um, business. I mean, it's it's just, it depends. And I tell you all the time, I get it. I wouldn't clean it for 350 bucks and it's $200 rug too. Yeah, but of it course. says right it, there, it, right. dry clean only. I can't use $200 of chemicals on there to dry clean it and not charge you something. Right. So, I mean, no. to answer your question, it, it, it varies. Um, we do everything from college kids to mansions in South Tampa to Avila, to, you know, the cookie cutter houses in Trinity, Pasco. Yeah. County. So, and it's everywhere in between. So, all right. So this is, you know, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff. You guys are, you know, you take on all comers and you got a lot of stuff going on from a, you know, when you're not working your crew, what do you, I mean, how old are the kids now? Uh, my kids are grown. They're 22 and 21. My daughter's 21st birthday was this weekend. Oh, good for so, her. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, good for you, I, I guess. I, you know, yeah. I, are they, are they out or are they, um, are they still going to school or what are they? Uh, where, where are they, they both have, uh, during COVID dropped out of college and gone professional technical routes. My son's a photographer. My daughter is a, and I get this wrong, esthetician. No, you got it. That's good. So, <laughs> yeah. So they're both starting out their careers. Um, I know a place hiring actually in Wesley Chapel. Yeah, not necessarily what I pictured for my kids. They both had full rides and full scholarships, but they both didn't like the way colleges were going during COVID. And so they both dropped out and decided to do career routes. So that's where they both are. 
You know what? I mean, if you do if, if you do something you love for a living, you know, you're not really working, right? I mean, I guess exactly. that's what they say. You never work a day in your life, and they both love what they're doing. So, so that's great. And your daughter is she's currently she's with a a, a salon spa type place. She's she just looking? graduated. Um, literally, I think it's next week. She has her ceremony, so she's just finished. Well, when up. we yeah, we'll we'll discuss it. I have somebody right in Wesley Chapel in Saddlebrook that's looking to staff a. a a full boat place. So we'll, wow, perfect. Yeah, she yeah. lives up there by by the new outlet mall. So that would be yeah. perfect. Yeah. So yeah, we'll definitely we'll talk about that. I'm not giving my friend a free plug on a podcast. We'll talk <laughs> about that afterwards. Yeah. I so, know she wants to go in and get like medical laser training and. Oh yeah, there's a whole there's a it is. I have a person that I work with off of 54 in Lando mm-hmm. Lakes. Yeah. When I tell you, Rodney, every time I go in there, they have a new sir, and it's beautiful. It is like yeah. it's like a uh, it's a beauty salon meets a medical office combined yeah. together. I mean, it's it's just incredible what they do, and there's so many of them just popping up. And it's not just it's not just aesthetic stuff. It is medical, like semi glutide and things yeah. for weight loss and all these different yeah. things. So it is truly it, it, it's truly a growth That's industry because she's a medical. And- Facility and spa combined, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, it's basically what it is. So, I mean, it is definitely a growth area, you know, a growth area. So she's, you know, she uh, she seems to be a little ahead of the curve getting in there, knowing now she's that hoping. that's kind of the way things are going. Yeah. So the, the, the whole point of that question, we kind of got side railed a little bit, was when you're not working, what do you and your wife do? For, for Your wife's an attorney. What type of law does she practice? Well, unfortunately, she's an ex-wife now. During COVID, we had a falling out. So <laughs> there were a lot of changes during COVID. Yeah, um, um, I got the same. I have a similar scenario myself, so I can relate. Yeah. So uh, midlife here at 52, I like I discovered during COVID biking and kayaking. So I try to get out once or twice a week to bike 20 to 25 miles on my bike. And I find all these different springs and places to get away on weekends and kayak. And I've developed two new passions with a, a new love interest as well. So. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you next. Is it do you do it with like a kayaking group of people, or you have a a new significant other that has similar interests, and you guys just are able to go off and do that stuff? Yes, that is good what for we you. Do. Yeah, you know what, Rodney? Life is too short. I'm you and I are the same age. Uh, I was married to a great woman for almost twenty years, and yep. um, we just were going in a different direction. It happens. Uh, yep. We're still friends. I mean, we don't have any animosity. We just had different different end goals. And yep. I, you know, I found somebody else and we have interests and we care about each other. And it's just like, listen, the same thing with the job. You find something you do. You never work a day in your life. You find someone that that kind of uh, fills you in a compatibility standpoint. It, it makes life a lot easier going through it with somebody uh, that you enjoy spending time with. Exactly. So so let me ask you this. You know, you've been in business for over 20 years. Your daughters are grown. You have all these, you know, these outside interests that you do. But people that are listening to this, like if I am going to, if I need to get my $45,000 area rug cleaned, or (laughs) if I just need to get my, my four bedroom house cleaned, what's the reason they need to contact, you know, Bowden's carpet cleaning over XYZ competitor? Well, I can tell you, I believe in being honest and upfront with you because I don't want to waste your time or mine. So if you tell me enough information, I'm going to give you a true price and something that you're going to want done. And I don't like to use the word guarantee because some people do abuse that. So we will get out what's going to get out and you won't get better customer service or quality because there's a reason why we've been in business 22 years. Right. It's not because we turn and burn or 
don't do a great job. We literally have people that have used us for 20 years. I literally have commercial accounts that have used us for 20 years. And you don't keep people loyal like that unless you're doing something right. So, so then the, the, the real, the, the big thing is, you know, your, your quality service, your care for your customer, that's, what's going to separate you from the guy that's going to come in and might quote you a lower price, but you're going to have to, you're going to have to come back multiple times because they're, you know, their quality isn't as good and their service isn't as, as thought out and cared for. Trying to get his foot in the door and he doesn't want to do it for a hundred bucks. He's going to do it for 400 bucks. Again, I get back to my statement earlier. If you couldn't do it for a hundred bucks for your whole house. How do you expect somebody that's in business to do it for a hundred bucks? You got to kinda... understand completely. I mean, and I, honestly, I think, listen, in every business you run into consumers that have unreasonable expectations. That's just part of the nature of being an entrepreneur and running a business. You're going to get those people from time to time. It happens. I think the big thing is like you said, like if you're upfront and honest and treat people with that, customer service and care and educate them on what's actually going on, the reasonable people that you want to do business with anyway, because they're reasonable, are the people that you end up hanging on to, retaining, and it resonates with them. Exactly. If, you're explain, if you're explaining to somebody the basics and they're still being unreasonable, those are the accounts when you don't get them, you're kind of like, all right, dodge the bullet. You know, I, I, <laughs> Next. That, one, exactly. that one would have been a headache. That one would have come back to bite me, you know, yep. so... So the big question is, what is the best way? If I, if I need to get some work done, how do I contact you? Is it your website, your phone number? What's the best way to get in touch? Well, my phone number directly, a lot of people don't realize this, but there's no such thing in print or on the internet as your phone number anymore. Most of that stuff is tracking numbers. So I say, I always say, if you don't want to be tracked by Google, Angie's List, Yelp, whoever, this is our phone number. And it's 813-363-2040. It's the number I've had for 24 years. You know, I mean, but I mean, we're everywhere. Google, Bing, Yelp. I mean, Angie's List. You know, I mean, it's the website is tampasbestcarpetcleaner.com. Again, I've had that for 22 years. So. So, folks, if you're listening to this and you need to get a hold of Rodney and his team and have them come out to do some work, tampasbestcarpetcleaners.com. Cleaner. Cleaner. Sorry, tampasbestcarpetcleaner.com. 20 years, I mean, you got to be here in the beginning. Like before the, before they set up the first house, you got to be here to get that type of URL. Uh, the internet basically just hatched and Rodney got that URL. And if you need to get a hold of him via the phone, it's 813-363-2040. We've been talking to Rodney Schmidt with, with Bowden's Carpet Cleaning. Rodney, thank you so much for being on the Good Neighbor Podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You as well. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Passcode. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnppasco.com. That's gnppasco.com or call 813-922-3610.